0: chat room is commenting on how i was singing uh <laughs> singing what um, i was no, doing I earlier do. in the show oh. and apparently that's like a martial and i guess they do that on <clears throat> new girl i don't know i haven't seen new girl but jennifer knows i do that on everything
1: and josh has done this as long as i've known him and even when i met some people that you went to college with one of the girls was like oh does he still sing what he does who said that it was one of the girls that we met at Collins' party
0: Oh gosh! Wow,
1: one of, one of your that your was a long buddies. time ago. I know. Yes, well, that's I've what I'm always like, for the that. longest time you've been doing this, and he's really quite good. Which well, is thank you. Terrifying. I wrote
0: the Josh and show theme song on the first <laughs> try.
1: That's true. Which is the
0: theme so to the di- or to the sitcom that Jennifer and I star in,
1: <laughs> fictitiously, uh,
0: fictitiously, yes. Uh, and the opening credits are online. And if you ask me really nice, I'll send you a link to them.
1: <gasps> are they still online?
0: I think mean, They've got to be somewhere, right?
1: That was, I, that was one of my birthday presents. Welcome to the Gleeful Podcast <laughs> with Josh
0: and Ed. I'm Josh. I'm Jen. I'm Ed. And Ooh. we are
2: mixing up the intro once again.
0: Uh, you can find us online at GleefulPodcast.com. <laughs> uh, uh, on Twitter, at GleefulPodcast. I'm at Josh for now. She's a Jenny B. Creative. He's at Edward Giordano. How you doing, Ed? I'm doing
2: good. Um, I've just... <laughs> I've been
0: coma all
2: day. Yikes. So, it's okay. I don't know. I mean... Yeah. I don't know. Anyone who follows me on late Twitter, you you can see I finally got back my PCAM test. 78%. It...
0: I know. After the
2: curve. Uh, isn't that crazy? <laughs> of course, I'm going to be like, oh, so next week, Wednesday, I can't be recording because I have a test that day again. So... Oh, okay. And af- And immediately after that test, I'm getting... Massively drunk. So Good to so, know. So, so you could you could do whatever you want about Marky that.
1: Calendars. We'll
0: either well we'll either have to do a show without you or uh, it is the Christmas episode I think next week. So we'll have to I know out it's going I, I
2: I'm really gonna call it. It's gonna be disappointing, not pro- plot
0: relevant, and a letdown. Okay, well, so I'll just play that back for next week. uh, uh, We opened up there with Lindsay Pierce doing her second song on Glee. Um, She's now had more singing than she's had lines, which I think she's the only recurring character on Glee to have more singing than she's had lines, except for maybe a couple of the girls from uh vocal adrenaline. Sherese had scenes. She had a little talking okay. here and there. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, she did go to that that not
2: active crack house. You're right.
3: You're
0: right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it I like Lindsay is she's had two songs and she had like two lines in that one episode in episode two. Yeah. Since then I don't think we've seen No, we know, haven't. Yeah. We have not heard yeah, any lines.
1: But I I think, you know, the thing about Lindsay is everything you need to know about her is in her performance so it doesn't matter you're not going to get anything more than that i mean <laughs> again, i know you feel like oh like we're not learning who she is or anything like that i'm like that one comment that one sentence that she said to uh to kurt that's her it sums it up right there that's all you need to know touche and she's a great singer so
0: She's a great singer, and we'll definitely talk about the <clears throat> battle of sectionals a little later in the show. The Trouble Tones versus New Directions versus then Unitards, which is the worst name for anything ever, including an article of clothing. Uh, the, nothing they weren't even wearing Unitards, right? <laughs> oh, no. I know. Yeah,
1: there was, it was just...
0: Yeah. Horrible. Um,
1: no section yes, double entendre. This is our
0: third episode of sectionals. It was called Hold On 16. And uh, Jennifer, um, how did you feel about this episode? And also, in a broader sense, now that we're on our third sectionals, how did you feel about sectionals?
1: Oh wow! Well, I wasn't prepared for that level of questioning. Um, I I really liked this episode. I thought it was a really really good episode. It it had it it, it addressed a lot of different things. It had musical performance from performances from just about everybody i thought the songs were really great really fun and they were um it's just some really funny you know moments so i will give it an a
0: wow an a that would be your first day for the season i believe Probably, yeah uh ed how did you feel about this episode and uh you know on the scale of sectionals where did it place
2: on the scale of sectionals i think Hmm. they're all epic so that's that's kind of not fair so but what i can say was this one was epic for sure for sure and it had everything i wanted i wanted i wanted the quintervention storyline to have a little bit more depth to it obviously i mean i (laughs) wanted an episode not like a storyline of an episode but whatever and (laughs) There were some great moments. I like the music choices were were awesome. I like my country and my musical in small dollops, so I can appreciate them and not get annoyed by them. And they and they did that for me. So I think I think it was great.
0: I thought it was a great episode too. I really liked this one. I thought it moved really well. Um, it, it's funny though to say that it's probably my favorite episode of the season thus far, and yet it had my least favorite musical number possibly. In the entire series of (laughs) Glee. Why why do you beat on Red Um, Solo Cup? I assume. Well, one, it's the worst song ever written. But that aside, it just had no business being there. I really felt watching it that at the last minute, somebody from Sony um, went in and was like, look, we're really pushing this Red Solo Cup single. single, So what do we got to do to get you to sing it? Figure out a way to put it in the show. Have some people walk in with some cups that they're gonna pour some stuff into for really no reason, so that we can, you know, we really want you to perform this song, so that it gets a little buzz for Toby Keith's new record. Like See, that's how know. it felt to me because I... there wasn't even any. There was no choreography. There was no real purpose to it. I mean, it just felt totally. Well, they sandwiched. were gonna do a song
2: when Sam returned. Oh, that, certainly. That... Yeah. So, but well, what's particularly wrong about this song? I mean, it's not the best song in the world.
0: Well, the and song it was, is It horrible. wasn't like so in your
2: face annoying. I thought it was. I thought it was just like there, and it was what it was, and that's all there needed to be. It was fun. It was fun.
0: There was a time. I want you to roll your brain back to a simpler time, say about 2004. Where okay. before Toby Keith changed record labels, he did four amazing country records, really amazing country, country records about sadness and, and heartbreak and real emotion but, and but had some good to be party a fun songs. Song. There were no fun, fun songs on those four records. Then he got a divorce and he changed record companies and it's been nothing but Red Solo Cup And How Do You Like Me Now And a whole bunch of silliness Every Who's Your Daddy This grown man saying Who's Your Daddy That's all I'm going to say about that, that uh, I just song? thought it was, okay. dumb. It was So Mr.
2: Mr. Josh Who now is musical director of Glee Which is Which is actually a pretty epic title <laughs> for, for the show It isn't like your musical director of NCIS Or something <laughs> That's Funny. funny um, So So what, what song would you have put in there Actually Actually Like i'm not, I wasn't annoyed by it, so tell me,
0: um you know it's Sam has to come back and let's look at what Sam has done really well. I mean, I would say the Sam's pinnacle was lucky, right mm-hmm. he could have he couldn't have done something he couldn't have done another duet, but he has that soft that kind of poppy voice I mean he did pretty good with the oh, what what's the name of it whats that Andy two? grammar
2: song that's kind of popular now 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 I'm behind you. he should have done something different you're right
0: i, I just it. It felt and it just didn't have any purpose. Like it, it wasn't a welcome back song. You know, it he could have done a song with a tone of like, you know, but welcome this, to this the family. This was to show
2: that it. he was so mature and country. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's like my that's my best explanation. I don't even know if that's even the. I really think that might have been what they were going for, and you might have been right. I don't like to think there's shady dealings going on behind the scenes, but well, there probably are. I'd like to think there aren't. I'm like, oh, no, we
0: want to do this song because we want to do this song. Even if it's not the right song, at least they want to do it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we have to assume that there's something going on. If nothing else, you know, like, like we all acknowledge, there, does t- there are times where it feels like this wasn't their first choice.
2: Well, like, but they needed I mean, something. It, w- it was a little suspect that Coldplay suddenly allowed Glee to start doing their songs <laughs> right before their new album came out,
0: I mean, it's a little suspicious, but maybe they just had a turn of turn of heart. Well, whenever they record a song that's from an album that isn't even out yet, it does feel a little hinky.
2: Well, well no, that they just did fix you. They did. They did an old. Song. Oh
0: no, <laughs> I know, but in the past. Uh, oh. But anyway, the the larger issue here is that Sam came back in this episode, and he brought his abs with him. So Jennifer, how did you feel having Sam
1: back? <laughs> wow! Really. That, that's my lead-in? Did kit. he just walk away, Jen? He did, he did. That's, that's uh, the funny uh, thing. He needed some, he needed me to kill time, apparently. Well, said, okay, well, okay, you don't want my opinion on Red Solo Cup? I'm sorry, I thought. No, I'm no, sorry. apparently I can only weigh in on his abs. Oh, yes, and they were nice.
0: Jennifer, <laughs> what did you all... think of Red Solo Cup? Where do you come down on that?
1: Sam's abs were fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I know what Josh is doing. I'm gonna let him off the hook. Okay, okay. I do not like the song Red Solo Cup. I think it's kinda of mindless and silly. It is extremely catchy and I think that's why it annoys me even more. So I understand <laughs> that I mean, I to me it seems like they were looking for something that was sort of like fun and bonding and they're all like everybody knows the words, everybody can sing along and you know, like have this little gathering as Sam comes back. But thematically if, you know, we're going to read into the lyrics of the song, doesn't make sense. And genre-wise, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, he never really struck me as that much of a country singer. All but, of that but, said. But, he but becau-
2: he's become country since moving to Kentucky. That's what they are trying to <laughs> do. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, since becoming broke, it oh, suddenly so, makes him country. So now
1: he's, he's all, oh, well, well, now it actually if almost can, makes sense. <laughs> but I still don't like the song. <laughs> but I, I was happy to see Sam back. I think he looks adorable, and I think... Um, for whatever reason, he was this really nice unifying force for the group and um, sorry, I'm watching Josh juggle chords here
0: I'm trying to, I need to plug my computer in I really, I liked
1: having him back, I, I, it was hard when he was you know, unceremoniously dismissed from the show and, you know, out of the the, you know, out of the school and everything so it was good to see him back. He did bring, um, you know, some some new life and and new enthusiasm to the group, and I really liked that. What did you think of Sam's abs, Ed? I
2: don't know. They were fine. I mean, <laughs> they, they what do they
1: call him? White chocolate? No. What was his name?
2: White chocolate. It was yeah. White chocolate? I wasn't particularly <laughs> sh- struck either way. It, yeah. it was It was amusing. I mean, whatever. Yeah.
0: You Ed was just whatever on Sam?
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, um, I mean, I love Sam. I'm yeah. glad he came back.
1: What do you think of his and hair? I like his hair.
2: I do like his new hair. hair. Yeah. That is true.
0: You know, it's, like having Sam back, it's not like he brought that big of a presence back to the show, you know? He never really had that big of a presence. Like, he never had that big of a, movie, big you know? a presence. It's like, it's like,
2: I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It's it, it's like expecting something out of someone that it doesn't
0: happen. <laughs> like, but you know. at the same time, it was... In I don't know. number I ke- 12. I kept thinking, <laughs> this is the third Sectionals episode, and it's the fifth, fifth, sixth. It's the sixth converse, con- competition episode that we've had, and they keep having to kind of reinvent the wheel every time we have a new competition episode. You know, the first Sectionals was just getting, or the first Sectionals is when they like lost all their songs, and then the regionals where they did Journey again, and then they had one where... Uh, I was thinking, this is like, really, you don't have your songs picked out? Like, you know this is coming up! (laughs) Right? Um, And then, you know, there was the one where they wrote original songs, and the one where they showcased the dancing. Like, they kind of have to reinvent the wheel every time, so that, narratively, the sectionals feels like a triumph, and feels unique. And in a way, I felt Sam... Contributed to that a little bit, like it was just enough of a of a new element to make this this will be the sectionals that we look back and say it's the time they competed against the treble tones it's the time that sam came back so
1: and he showed him all those naughty moves and
0: he showed him the naughty moves that made even santa Santana tingle in her girly parts so like I thought that was <laughs> you know that aspect of it i totally i I was okay with but and, and honestly, having Sam come back and compete for Mercedes, I'm kind of okay with because I like Mercedes as a character, but I hate Mercedes this season. She's so obnoxious. And I was like telling Jennifer at the end of the episode when Quinn comes back and they have like girl talk in the bathroom. And she says, you know, uh, or I think Santana's like, don't say you want us to come back to New Directions. And Brittany says, do you think, do you they'll think they'll they'd us? take us? And Mercedes says, Of course they take us. Like it's a given. Like and like she despises them for that. You know, like how dare they be open and, and loving and, and be <laughs> our friends no matter what. Like it really bothered me the the tone that she brought to that.
1: The tone to me didn't it didn't strike me as that. I think she was just to me, I heard it as of course they'll take us and of course we'll go back and this is just the way it's going to be type of thing. More Mm. like a defeatist attitude and she was annoyed at that. I didn't take it as she was annoyed at their niceness and their their charity or anything like that.
2: I second Jen on this.
1: All right. All
0: right. I, I mean it just They don't have to take her back Like she Walked out of that room And said Screw you guys I don't need you anymore I don't want you in my life And not only that I am going to Mop the floor with you Just because You know Just to prove to you How little I need you
1: And how many times Has Rachel done that? Like when she When she left When she oh, quit that was,
0: that was first season We're passing
1: Yeah but now. she quit And she went to do The play with Sandy I mean Everybody does that Everybody has their moments But they always come back Okay, I just want,
2: I just want to point out something that Troubletones was created to prevent sugar uh Sugar Mata from being on New Directions and yeah. ultimately she ends up on New Directions. That is true.
0: But, uh, but Sugar Mata also learned how to sing at some point. So.
1: <laughs> or at least stop talking. <laughs> yeah, which or at nice. least mouth the words.
0: <laughs> uh well, we did have Sam back, and I'm curious to see if this plot line of Sam fighting for Mercedes from her boyfriend that we've seen twice in the first half of the season, uh, if that will actually turn into a plot line, that's not a plot line I would hate. I think that could uh, actually. I, I'm be- not like n- I'm not
2: excited for that plot line. I'm, I'd rather I'd rather him be more intertwined with with Quinn. I think they just threw that in there just because they're like, oh, we kind of left this. I'm surprised he didn't just, just ignore it, to be honest. I would I would have just ignored it at this point. I'm like, yeah. Did <laughs> that happen? Let's not talk about that.
0: It's obvious that no one knows how to write for Mercedes. Like, no one deeply understands this character. Because she isn't Anderson real. Mercedes. She's imaginary. You, But you mean as compared to other characters in the show? Yes. Or just, yeah, I mean, okay. She's
2: actually... I mean she's actually real within the terms of the show, but <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be the, that'd be the epic twist of the thing. She's <laughs> the ghost. She's just made up. That's why she can't sing at competition.
0: <laughs> no, my question oh, to that's Ed kind is, of funny. are you saying <laughs> that? Are you saying that because she's? Um, like in comparison to other characters on the show, who the writers do no, know how to they, write it's because they really
2: care about other characters. And Mercedes is just there. Mm-hmm. Mercedes was like when they're when they're writing when they're writing all the characters of the show. They're like, oh, we should have a black girl. And then that was that was the extent. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there was nothing. There was nothing else. And then they've been trying to to hinge things on there, but like, but like a coat rack with no hooks. They just the coats just fall off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Interesting. Well, uh, we talked a lot about Red Solo Cup, so let's give it a brief listen. I apologize. Uh, I, if you want, you can fast forward exactly one minute ahead. Uh, this is Red Solo Cup on McGreeful yeah, Podcast. Solo Cup is the best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals. And you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from glass. Okay, let's stop right there. Seriously? Like... You can't defend this song. I'm sorry. There's no defense for that type of, like, like down, homie, jingoistic BS. I'm sorry.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: Hey, keep it under cup a minute. cheap and disposable, and in 14 years, they are decomposable. And unlike my home, they are not foreclosable. Freddie Mac can kiss my ass. Woo! Red Solo Cup, uh-huh, I fill
2: you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup.
3: I lift you up. Proceed to party.
0: Proceed to party. Now I really love how you're easy So I guess we can, well, we should talk a little bit about uh, Quinn and her arc in this in this episode oh, yeah, before definitely. we dive right into sectionals. You know, we had Quinn who uh, was going to out... Uh, was going to out Shelby and Puck's relationship, and she she seemed to think this would win them the competition. I'm not entirely sure how that was going to work, but that was kind of her thing. It not like Shelby's
2: performing? I was confused by her logic as well.
0: I didn't. Yeah, exactly. And and I don't think Shelby's a teacher. I thought she was just the choir coach. No, she's a teacher. She's a teacher. Okay. Remember she's the a teacher? whole Hut
1: for teacher scene in a classroom.
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know what class that was, but yeah, she I know, was teaching it. I, yeah, okay. I thought she was just full time choir coach, in which like in which case they might you know just let it go. But
1: maybe she's a professional sub.
0: Oh, there you go. She's a, another Holly Holiday. Um, but what did we think? You know, Ed, you've been predicting the quintervention all season. Was this the quintervention? And if I it was, i
2: sure as hell hope not, because I mean it was good. Almost veering on great, but it wasn't perfection, and it could have been, it could have been.
0: It was. I I agree. I th- it let me down a little bit, and th- it was a pretty definitive. Like Quinn is better now at the end, but we no. But see I don't anymore. believe
2: it. I don't believe it. I'm I like of course Christmas episode. I, we won't get any development in this Christmas episode. Is clearly to just sell the Christmas record, <laughs> like it's advertising. True. Um. True. But maybe but maybe they might return to that storyline.
1: Yeah, I mean they ended this episode with everybody happy. So something something has to happen cuz no not everybody can be happy at once.
2: Were it, they were they writing defensively? Were they concerned they were going to be canceled mid-season? They're like, <laughs> "Oh, must just end. just in case happy they need to,
1: Yeah. But it's like, I mean, I'm really surprised Quinn got to where she did at the end of the episode because every person she went to, to, you know, like when she went to Rachel and she's like, I'm going to expose Shelby and Puck. And okay, anybody else surprised by Rachel's lack of surprise? I mean...
0: Well, first Rachel thought she was joking, which was kind of strange. Yeah. Like, that's a really dangerous rumor to start. Which seemed yeah. kind of out of character for Rachel. Because if Quinn tells you crazy crap is going down, I think you believe Quinn. Because yeah. Quinn doesn't really make crap up. She's oh no, no,
1: she doesn't plant stuff in her, you know, baby mama's apartment and then call social services on her either. Too shit. So, so I was kind of <laughs> surprised, you know, that Quinn took that. And then when she, you know, tries to, you know, throw her game at Sam and and tell him that, you know, like we should really do this and then we could raise my baby together and we'll be really cool and that would be awesome and and then he shoots her down and. And then so was, she
0: has a rich white girl problems. Yeah.
1: And then, and then she, she went up to, um, I think it was, a, she, she went back to Rachel for something and it's like, man, I'm like, one more person tells her, you know, no, she's just going to lose it. Yeah. But, um, but I, I did like the scene when she did confront Shelby and she said, you were wrong to come back here. You were wrong to bring Beth into our lives again. You were wrong to do this and this. So, I mean, like, like, like in a way, I could, I would think that that would be cathartic for her. But I mean, not to like just, you know, get rid of all of those demons. There's just still too much baggage. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is just the, you know, the false, you know, like in the in the horror stories, the end when you think everybody's safe and they're they're out in the canoe, and then all of a sudden the monster jumps out of the lake again. So like maybe this is just that. Like so this, Queen
2: is the monster the in this. Quiet
1: <laughs> moments. Well, it was, Quinn is also the quiet person in the canoe, so she's both. She's, she's, both, in she's both the monster killing herself
2: and herself.
0: It's always good when the metaphor gets like <laughs> just starts tripping over its own feet.
1: <laughs> no, it works, Trust but me.
0: I, I. It's true. Like if this is if that was the Quintervention, I would I would feel very cheated by everything we went through getting up to this point.
1: Oh, we're still cheated from the finale last year.
0: Oh, the yeah! You've no idea what I'm gonna do in New York.
1: I'm gonna get a haircut. Uh,
0: yeah, take that,
1: bitches! Yeah, <laughs> I'm even cuter now. <laughs> seriously, it's
0: you, you're you're totally right. It, it it's um I don't want to say it's a missed opportunity, but I feel like it's a missed opportunity. And and if but this but it's is, not,
2: but it's not the end. It's not the end. I don't. I'm not willing to buy that Quinn has just. It's like, oh, everything's better now. No. No. This is yeah. this is the beginning of a deeper, darker spiraler.
1: Yeah, nice. that's what I'm saying. The monster will emerge fully. What did I say last night? I'm like, when my person, you know, shoots her down, Quinn's gonna cut a bitch. You did. I was <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> just watching this, I'm like, uh oh. This is I gonna, think, it's not gonna end well. Quinn's gonna cut a bitch.
2: I think that Cord's line of rich girl problems would have been infinitely more funny if it was upper middle class girl problems
1: <laughs> uh, yeah well I, I guess from where he's standing i also didn't quite dangerous. understand how that
0: was rich girl problems because i'm thinking it, like I, but you know like oh my nails broken Oh, my parents are not gonna get me a new car for my 18th birthday oh should i go to yale or stanford like no, you, those no, are rich girl problems, problems are like
2: oh my mom is getting me a Benz, but I really wanted a something else. I don't know any other <laughs> <laughs> rich uh,
0: Yes. And th- between the three of us, we can't think of two rich person cars. <laughs> I <can't laughs>
1: so, think of them. I just prefer the- not. Jaguar.
2: It. I wanted the Jaguar, but she's getting me the Benz. There you go. There you go. Did you Google that, at No. Uh, I, so- I, just, I, just thought, I just thought for a second. When I was little, I wanted a Jaguar. But now I'm like over that. I'm like over that. <laughs>
0: Uh, Well, we had some fire from Blaine in this episode. Um, We also got a return of Sebastian. I really liked the scene between Sebastian. Return of Sebastian. Did he
2: ever leave? I feel like he never left, so you can't like you can't return if you never left.
1: Well, he hasn't had any screen time in a few episodes, so that may
2: be true. But I, I, he was still heavy on mine. He hasn't
1: left you. He hasn't (laughs) left 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 your heart. heart. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, returning to our TV sets.
0: Uh, But yeah, Sebastian was back. And I really liked that scene between Kurt and Sebastian. That was really cool. You smell like Craigslist. That was awesome. The best light of the episode. You smell like Craigslist. Um, And then, of course, Blaine blowing up at Finn, which I I thought that was handled really well. I mean, I I really like that. Blaine lost his craft with Sam, which Sam didn't deserve. But... You know, Blaine is frustrated, and it's nice to see him kind of acting like a human being. Yeah, you know? uh, and and it's nice to see Finn fess up to like, "Hey, I'm threatened by you." There's a part of me that's like, Blaine should have accepted or expected that a little bit, but maybe not. Maybe not where he comes from. Jennifer,
1: oh, I thought it, I thought that whole scene was great. I I <laughs> I just loved. You know, he just how he slips it in there. He goes, he "Even started a fight club at Dalton," which, as you know, I can't talk about (laughs) i was like that's awesome yeah i thought it was really good it was nice to show yes he's not all shiny and perfect and you know we've seen him have little little stumbles and missteps lately but but this was just this was real this was very human so it was it was good and it was nice to see them discuss it maturely and move on
0: (laughs) ed blaine and kurt i thought sam are Blaine and Finn. Blaine and
2: Finn. Oh, Blaine and Finn. Well, I was going to say, I thought that Sebastian was awesome. And I can't wait to see how that was like one storyline that was not wrapped up. But but it was like nice that interaction between Sebastian and Kurt. More of this, please. Um, Yeah, he's not going anywhere.
1: He's he's going to be back. It's too juicy.
2: Blaine and Finn. um, I I thought it was good. I mean, it was it was a necessary step because there was too much tension between the two of them and it and it it was it was handled pretty well
0: there was also the tragic case of gayface ah, which is that's, pretty so, crazy. that's so true it is <laughs> so true wow uh, and there was some good jokes in this episode there were some good lines um, and so yeah you know i guess we can dive right into sectionals then right we listened to the unitards earlier in the episode um, and i 'm thinking let 's go ahead and listen to survivor slash I will survive next and then I looked on iTunes and all I could find on iTunes was we are young i couldn 't find any of the new directions songs what so oh, like, i don 't know really? I mean, if you if you oh, oh there are performances
1: of it i 'm like yeah
0: well the New Directions did a Jackson 5, a Janet Jackson, and a Michael Jackson song. And right. then we're getting a Michael Jackson tribute episode at the end of it. I know. I thought, I
1: thought that was
2: super awkward because I read that they were doing a Michael Jackson tribute episode. I'm like, this isn't it.
0: But
1: right. Well, I, I assumed this was going to be it.
0: So I, I, I can only assume that um, they're saving that for, like, a full Michael Jackson tribute album. Oh, okay. I don't know. Let's go ahead and take a listen to Survivor slash I Will Survive as performed by the Trouble Tones here on the Gleeful Podcast.
3: At first
4: I was afraid, I was petrified Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side But then I spent so many nights thinking how
3: you did me wrong And I grew strong, and I learned how to get along and
0: as many people mentioned in the chat room uh yes the other the Michael Jackson songs are in there but they're not available as singles they're just part of the glee volume 7 uh album glee glee the music volume 7 they're on there so um, uh you don't yeah. have to buy the whole album but it's just kind of weird how they are not available in the same playlist I guess I don't know okay. but anyway so that was survivor i will survive and then right next to it Let's go ahead and take a listen to ABC. This is the first song as performed by New Directions. And uh, I know it's So, okay,
2: I guess we're just gonna get used to the fact that Tina is gonna be the lead female because all the strong girls are leaving next season.
0: <laughs> That's true. Oh yeah. But,
2: but I was thinking about this a little bit more. Lindsay somehow transfers schools? Because we because Tina cannot be the star female. That just won't happen. Oh yeah. The writers will not allow that. They will sooner choose people from Glee Projects, then then let Tina really shine.
0: So what is the Britango that everyone... I've seen this on the internet. Oh, when they were dancing. No, that was a tango?
1: Well, It was like like a move
2: from tango, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I've seen that all over the internet today, and everybody's saying it in the chat room. Uh, Well, here's a bit of ABC. Uh, This is, as you said, with... uh, uh, Jenna mm-hmm. Ushkiewicz on lead vocals with some Diana Agron. Here's ABC on and the
2: no lead for And no crying. And
0: no crying. And she gets to finish the song. <laughs> like two We missed it because I think I might have been talking, but at the beginning of the song, we got one of those rare moments of Kurt's tenor. Oh, yeah. And he has such a warm tenor. I actually, like, personally, I actually like his tenor more than I like his falsetto, even though that's kind of what he's known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he just has a really beautiful kind of, like, like you know, soft soft lower register mm-hmm. that he so rarely uses on this show.
1: And it does have a, a certain strength to it too. Oh totally it's yeah. It's really it's nice to hear it. I mean, I mean it, the falsetto to me
0: always I can't get past that even if it's an amazing Kurt performance 10% of it to me still feels like a bit of a novelty because cool. he has this amazing falsetto. Uh, like it's, there's just a tiny bit of me that's kind of like, oh, it still feels like a parlor trick. I don't know, but and then he puts in that lower register, and I'm like, oh, that sounds so, you know, that's like, like how do you get both of those?
1: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like Scott from, <laughs> Scott from American Idol.
0: Scott from American Idol.
1: McIntyre, the winner. Oh,
0: Scotty McCreary. Scotty. Oh, Sorry. oh. oh, oh he, Scotty. But see, he was a parlor trick because he actually wasn't that good of a singer. He just happened to be born with a but really Scotty McCreary
2: voice. was necessary to fulfill the Chrissy Lee Cook prophecy. We all know this. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I was like, oh, the. I was like, wow, that was so brilliant. That's Chrissy fun. Lee Cook. Ah.
0: Oh, uh, well, love it. Well, we had her. in this episode, we had sectionals was the unitards, the trouble tones, and New Directions on the episode. The Unitards came in third place, Troubled Tones came in second, and New Directions came in first. Shocker, considering it's their TV show. Jennifer.
1: <laughs> they haven't won in two years, so why is that the shocker? They won sectionals. Well, okay, yeah, they never they, lost they, sectionals. They never lost sectionals. You're right. So but, they did
0: tie last year in right. what we will call the story cheat of the new millennium.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's not like... You know, I mean, they didn't win nationals, so true. they haven't won that, so it's not like a, a foregone conclusion. Um, yeah, I mean, I really thought it could have gone either way with them um, between the trouble tones and um, new directions, but I mean, I've really enjoyed all three songs that they did. I mean also, they had the advantage of, well at least the audience seeing yes. um, three three great performances, so. It's uh, a little unfair. Frankly, I, guess. I Where thought
2: would you... I Will Survive Survivor was stronger than any of any of the three of them. I don't know which one was the strongest. I think I guess ABC was the strongest of the three numbers. I guess because Man in the Mirror was like meh for me, and Control was also just meh. So therefore, ABC being the strongest, ABC was less than I Will Survive Survivor.
0: I actually. For me, the I actually liked the unitards the best. I thought that their uh, performance was well,
2: I mean, I've liked them a lot too that that punRS song was fierceness it was it was, was, it was, was really fantastic. fierce
0: and it had like all the layers of choreography and the costumes were really exciting and i I prefer i I liked new directions more than I liked the trouble tones. Um, I mean, I mean, admittedly, I'm a Michael Jackson maniac, but I was very mad on control. Um, but I did like Man in the Mirror a lot, and I thought ABC was one of my favorite New Directions performances all season. Uh, my problem with ABC was it was a little... Uh, Like, I kept thinking, like, this is Show Choir 101 doing the Jackson 5's ABC. I
2: know. I was like, this is like the song when it's it's Michael Jackson week and they need to find you a song. They're like, how about ABC, yo? But at the
0: same time, I mean, I thought that the selection of I Will Survive mashed up with Survivor felt really lazy to me See, and, I thought and was, like, why, why was it lazy? It just, I thought it was kind of fresh it just seemed to me it seemed like totally obvious that we've got a whole bunch of girls and we've got these two divas out in front let's do the oldest old school diva anthem in the book which is "I will survive." Like every, you know, every minute in America, there's three drunk sorority girls singing "I will survive," and so that felt really tired about it. But the bigger problems I had with "I will" with that number was I thought the costumes were really boring, and the choreography was crazy clumsy. Like if you look close, they're doing all these really quick, you know, arm moves, but they're not precise at all, and no one's in sequence. Like it's the choreography was all over the place on that number so that actually really bothered me um and i think that's why i once we got to abc where the choreography was simpler but at least everybody was together on it i really you know i was really happy about that and i found like even though it was just black and white tuxes there was still more visual variety than that like weird silvery leopard print
1: that i just found
0: really unattractive um so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That was, that was kind of what I kept coming back to, was I felt like I didn't like their songs. I didn't like the Trouble Tones song choice. I thought their choreography was really clumsy. And uh, it just kind of added up to being like, I was just ready for it to end seconds after it started. So for me, I would say Unitards, New Directions, Troubletones. Tones. Jennifer, who would you have given the trophy to?
1: Oh, well... <clears throat> um... Yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I really, I really enjoyed the New Directions. I really, I, okay, I know it wasn't their best performance. I know it wasn't their strongest, but maybe because I like the song so much, I, I would have had New Directions first. Um, and between the other two, I probably would have gone in that order. I mean, I think, I think Buenos Aires was a, was a, a solid performance. It just, I don't think it had the same, flair and um, I don't know presence is the other songs hmm. I mean it was it was very musical theater and it was very well done I just don't think it had the same you know energy and excitement
0: it's also really hard to compare the three of them like because they're a way, such I feel like- different
1: genre I mean they're they're across the board
0: Oh, that too. I was going to say, in a way, I feel like we can really only compare ABC and the other two performances, because it's hard to compare all three to all three, because we don't know what all three was for everybody else. But I guess they've done that every year, right?
1: Yeah, they always show the abbreviated versions. Number one
0: joke of the entire season, number one joke, ladies and gentlemen, is when the clown says, it's so great to be around some kids that are sick with talent. And stone cold silence. That was the greatest joke ever. (laughs) That made me so happy. (laughs) Uh, So Ed, if you had given out the trophy, you would have given the first place trophy to the Troubletones.
2: Um, I guess. But that being said, I think I would have loved the fallout from Unitard's winning. I would have loved that fallout. That
0: would have made for such good television. Because it'd be like, well, what are we going to do for the rest of the season? It's like they threw the entire second half out of this of this season yeah. out the yeah, window. Yeah,
2: mix it up for real. I, I, like, I was in your in your discussion. I was thinking about like, what if they did in the future, like how they did with the Warblers, where we had like characters from that school and characters from new from William McKinley. Yeah, and what in the future? They had like, if we legitimately were attached to characters from like several schools and then when, 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 when so like a competition went down, it was legitimately like, Oh my God, who is going to win? Cause then you're like, Oh, I want them to win. And then I went you know, like, for this reason that, well, like,
0: I mean how a larger scope, like nobody, n- not a single person in America sat down to watch that episode thinking the unitards would win. I like, know. Nobody that, thought that. And if that happened, like think of that's all we'd be talking about. Like, it's, it would be so amazing. <laughs> that would have been great, um, but yes, Harmony's only a sophomore, so next year will be a bloodbath.
2: You know, you know, it's, Gerber baby. <laughs> it, it's good to be a girl on the Glee project this year because, cause, like, are they gonna have to have six winners oh, yeah. this year? <laughs> like, and then eight the following year, and then eventually when it gets to season six of Glee project, they're like,
0: all twelve of you made it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, seriously, the two band members that they added to New Directions could not dance to save their lives. They were so bad. I just, I, I would have, honestly, as stupid as it would have been for them to be like, hey, they changed the rules. You only need 10 people on your team. I would have preferred that. No, I thought
2: they were I thought they were cute on stage. What are you thought, talking?
1: Yeah, I thought they were perfect. Because honestly, if they had nailed the choreography after two days, I would have been like, dude, we've been like, standing behind everybody all this time why haven't you been performing with them and then when they got to the final number it was like all right thanks guys go back to your bass guitar yeah well the only did,
2: because as it was discussed in season one all you have to do is have 12 people total participate in in, in the in the entire conjunction of all of the numbers so like how they were going to do sue's group and then and then Will's group. which Oh, they is were. At... I
0: don't. I didn't remember that.
2: Yeah, they. They. That's why they had the suit. Like they had to do one number where they're all together. But that all the. But oh. as. Lo- but that was it. That was it. That was the only limitation.
0: I totally missed that. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to some emails, shall we? Or voicemails. No, you knew that. No, you Got knew that because and Sam, and, <laughs>
2: Sam and Quinn did. Oh, they were the only ones who did. I've had the time of my life. And Rachel is the only one who did. Don't rain on my parade. Like you knew this.
0: You ah, knew good this. Point. Good point. Uh, you're right. I did. We just haven't had a number like that since season one. So I didn't know. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to some voicemails.
4: Hi, Josh, Jen, and Ed. This is listener Alicia from Boston, and I have a five-word review. Best episode of the season. This episode was amazing. We got, we got a little bit of everything. We got continuity like never before. We got Leader Finn, the end of the Puck and Shelby storyline, a big group number at the end. It was literally, it re, it, this show reminded me why I love Glee so much. Thanks. Bye.
0: Thank you. Uh, here's Nicole in Denver.
4: Hey gang, it's Nicole here in Denver. Just wanted to call in with my thoughts about last night's show. Really good. Really enjoyed it. A couple of things. Um, was wondering why Lindsay was so jazzed that they took third. I know. and there's one freaking <laughs> so they lost. The other thing, when in the hell did the trophies get so big? Didn't last year, weren't they, like, those little tiny little things that you could get at, like, Walmart? So, just a couple of things. Interesting to see that Lindsay's two shows are up, and they only gave her show tunes to sing. But, anyway, looking forward to the rest of the season. Thanks for all you guys do. Talk to you later.
0: Bye. And here is Lauren in New Hampshire.
4: Hi, Josh, Jen, and Ed. It is the listener Lauren in New Hampshire. Um, I generally like this episode. um, Always love more singing Tina, and Kurt's reactions during Red Solo Cup were hilarious and pretty much (laughs) probably what we were all thinking. Um, One thing that bothered me, I did think um, Wayne really did need to get mad at Finn after all the crap he's been giving him. That was important. But he really didn't need to get mad at Sam. Um, I'm sure we will explore this the way he said. I'm not for sale. I'm sure that's a storyline maybe they'll explore. However, what bothered me was that Sam was just over it. Um, he was just happy to see him in the next scene. Um, if something I thought was my friend pretty much called me a whore and yelled at me in front of everybody and then stormed out of a room, I'd, like, wonder what's up or at least ask him about it or confront him. But no, Sam was just like, oh, yeah, that kid yelled at me. That's cool. Just <laughs> a thought, but in general,
1: I really enjoyed it. All right, have a good day.
0: That's a pretty good point. Sam kind of brushed that off real quick.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, in the moment, I just took it that, you know, Sam was the face of all of Blaine's frustrations. Like, he was just, he he was just, like, the final straw for him. Yeah. Like, it was really all about Finn. But, you know, Sam just happened to be right there in the moment. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't imagine that they... Um, you know, told them where they found Sam, and, and that's why <laughs> Blaine said that. But still, you never know.
0: Yeah, well, oh, that's true. Blaine must have known where Sam had been, or yeah, he wouldn't he have, would have used that made line such a comment. Uh, here is or he's
2: very, he's just very good with words. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, here's listener Aaron.
3: Hey, Josh, Jen, and Ed. It's Aaron from New for I just wanted to comment on the latest episode of Glee entitled... Hold on to 16, I think is what it was called. Um, I had no problems with the episode up until they announced the results of sectionals. What was that? Like, New Direction got crushed. They got spanked. Let's be real. Why didn't the Unitards win? They were easily the best group there, but I guess there's a the name like Unitards. You can't really be taken seriously. <laughs> and it's hard. Speaking of sectionals, what was with having sectionals at McKinley? That was just—it was weird. Like I, I, it doesn't matter where they are. It's just it—it's it, just weird seeing them on the same stage and walking through the hallways. I was like, why didn't Quinn go to sectionals? Oh wait, it's at McKinley. Um, really weird, but overall one of my top ten episodes of all three seasons. Uh, can't wait to listen to the show. Bye.
0: That's true. It did when they had. That well, it line. made sense
2: to be there because they they did go to nationals last year, like they did.
0: Yeah, but it seemed it felt like a bit of a cheat that I mean they they went to nationals before in 1991, and uh, well, we don't know if in they, 1992 they didn't have their sectional competition. We do, actually, because Finn said the last time it had been there was in 1967. Oh. I don't know well, why I remember those things. Okay, then <laughs> then we do. Well, then, about time to get a chance. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what was, um oh, gosh, what was Finn's great line in this episode when he saw Sam take his overalls off? And he was like, I can't unsee that. <laughs> uh, let's see. You think there was oh. something
2: to even unsee. I'm like, whatever.
0: <laughs> Here's a bit of a... Uh uh here's a bit of red solo cup love hey Joshua
4: and it's melanie from providence i'll keep it nice and brief i learned or had confirmed two interesting points for me this evening um a i still do not have a pair of testicles and thankfully um uh because i prefer to drink from glass the red solo cup song was awesome at clearing that up for me and also
0: that Alpha Blaine started the fight club at Academy. You can't talk about it. And you all understand why. <laughs> it was That fight club line was genius. It
1: was pretty great. Because it's just, you know, it's so uncharacteristic him
0: were we was were cute were we all surprised when Blaine was like beating the crap out of uh, like when Blaine was all sweaty and, and violent that seemed out of character for Blaine or at least the Blaine we've seen up to this season to think Blaine could throw a punch I was kind of like interesting we know he can you know do a turn he can pirouette well. <laughs> that's uh, why he keeps
1: his pants so short there you go so he can so it's we can more respond. aerodynamic Here's one last
0: one. This is listener Jennifer from Lowell, Massachusetts.
1: Hey, Justin and Ed. This
4: is Jennifer calling from Lowell, Massachusetts. And I tried to do a three-word review of this show, but you're dying for it. So they let Tina sing. Finally! Um, She was awesome and loved the episode. Love you guys so much. Thanks for everything you do. And can't wait to hear the podcast this week. Have
1: a great day. Bye.
0: We were in low last week. That's the only reason Yay. I played
1: that. A, <laughs> well, it was a good
0: message, and it was a good message. Yes. It yeah. Was also, I mean, that know. is a yeah. really
1: big point about you know Tina finally getting the opportunity to sing. I mean, it only took every other girl leaving. Yeah, hey, we except had for Quinn.
0: Somebody pointed out in the chat room. We actually had a song this episode where the lead vocals were performed by Quinn, Tina, uh, and Mike Chang. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> well
2: once you once you once you lose the Rachel factor, although they could have like totally threw Blaine down our throat, but they didn't i was I was surprised
0: I was actually Did... very surprised that Blaine didn't get a lead at sectionals, and somebody had pointed out that I believe uh, Finn when he first recruited Rory to join the Glee Club said that he could he could have a solo at sectionals,
2: obviously they were like, oh, we're going to write you an episode. Damien and then you're going to be in the background and that's what happened <laughs> hey but that's a lot more than other people get you get a whole episode about you
0: heck yeah and he got I mean it was funny rewatching it how even though you know they were all on the stage all 12 of them were on the stage they still managed to only shoot the ones you recognize it's kind of I know like, it, was, it
2: was I rewatched that too it's like wow I had to like struggle to find the people like the, the band members because I was looking for them yeah
0: I don't think it's a coincidence that if you watch the Glee 3D concert movie, uh, you almost never see Sam in the group dance numbers. You almost never see Cordova um, Street, yeah. even though he's up there. You see him when they go to the wide shot, but he almost never gets a close up. And if he does, it's usually behind someone else.
3: Um, <laughs> it I think it's the same
0: thing up. in this one. Yeah. They're just like, eh, we don't need to really show those guys. <laughs> but hey, like they got lines. So good for them. Yeah. You know? They're, they're, they're SAG eligible. They're not already in the union. So,
1: well... <coughs> Do they really get lines if they're singing in the chorus? Because you never actually can identify their voice. Well, they got lines... Didn't they have a conversation
0: with them at one point? Or did they not get on the... I, I, think they they got,
1: sp- I think they were spoken at... Yeah, I think they were speaking
0: about and by. That's funny. I just loved when they came out for the We Are Young number and people were like, they were like, yeah, go back to your instruments. Uh, (laughs) And speaking of the We Are Young number, um, we'll go ahead and close out with that, but again another great aspect of this episode we got our big closing number yeah and it's been so long since we had a big closing number that was this memorable and uh this song has been in my head all day it wasn't one i knew before glee so i really appreciate that aspect of it for a hot
2: minute i was like i had to look it up i was like is this original like
0: yeah exactly and i mean even though the the lyrics at the opening were like stupid but once it got into the hook it was crazy fun and uh you know i i enjoyed it a lot i thought it was a really fun last number santana had a big solo in front of the door right that was Mm -hmm. cool jennifer on the spectrum of big uh closing numbers how did you feel about we are young uber fun uber fun uber fun
1: (laughs) and ed you hadn't heard of the song overdue
0: yeah ed you hadn't heard of the song before what did you think of it once you heard it
2: too young to fight it would have been better.
0: <laughs> I don't know that one. Who's that by? That
2: it was it was it, Young Love. It was it was in my it was it was like my proposed group number song. And then ah. they did We are young. I was like, "What? You're just pandering <laughs> me now."
0: So close. Uh well, that's about all I have for this episode. Jennifer, what did I forget?
1: Forgot the lovely lovely exchange between Mike and his dad.
0: Oh, we did forget Mike and his dad. Oh, my God. I wanted I want to say that ABC
2: like it was a, it was a fantastic performance, but that that audience shot was like eighteen levels of intense. Like you have Sebastian next to uh, <laughs> next to um, Mike Chang's father, and then you have like Rachel, and then you have Santana, and Mercedes. Oh my god! It was it was everything an audience should be intense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it was I mean, all I kept thinking was that is the most well lit audience because everybody up on stage is seeing somebody and seeing something happen. And then, like they 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 drop out of character. Yeah, <laughs> they just, there was I like, was like so sarcastic. many moments where I was like, "Come on, people, you're professional. Keep going." But <laughs> I thought it was, you know, like I mean, I guess it was a bit uh, like the the second theme of the night was all about you know change and and you know like Quinn and and um, whatever Sam uh, different ones. But, um, but yeah, Mike's dad. I thought that was really sweet. It was, you know, I didn't know. How Tina's meddling was going to be received, and <laughs> yes, it was wrapped up very nicely and neatly, and um, everything's you know going to work out and be perfect in the end. But I do think it was really sweet what she said about you know you know you're all about honor, you know why aren't you honoring his gift? And um, so I thought it was really touching.
0: It was a sweet moment. Sweet it, moment. It was funny though that we already had the moment with his mom. It would have been nice to see his mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have them have the moment together, but uh, and then I pointed uh, to Jennifer. We, did we meet Sam's parents before this episode because I was No, locally, no? this at- was our first Sam's parents. Uh, apparently, Sam is one of the Duke boys who knew <laughs> he has Duke blood. That's great casting. He, he's also apparently brothers with Superman. We learned so nice. Yeah, it was. It's funny to me when they cast an actor who's that recognizable. For, like, two lines. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I I seriously doubt that's the last we will see of him. I mean, some of these kids are graduating, so, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of parents coming well, out
2: graduation episode needs to be 18 levels of intense. Yeah. It better yes. not be a letdown. And they
1: better not cut it to an hour and a half or uh, whatever they did last year It's the finale. Best. I want... All of it. I want to see everything.
0: Yeah, you can't set up an epic finale and then not have an epic finale. Yeah. We did that. Unless your
2: name is True Blood.
0: Disappointing. Ooh. Well, but that's... Anyway. <laughs> uh, that's I, haven't, totally I haven't seen
1: mind. this past season, so...
2: Neither have I, but <laughs> oh, I'm saying... Okay. Oh, no. Like The problem is with True Blood uh, is that they always resolve it within the first 30 minutes of the finale, and then I you're know. like... I know.
0: I'm
2: like, really? I'm
0: really? That. Anyway. Well, that's about all we get. Yes, glee fan 96 Britanna held hands. Yes they did. Oh yeah. Britanna held
1: hands. They dance, they <laughs> tango, they do a we lot. Hurt. Yeah.
0: People love, people are obsessed with Britanna. Some people yeah. love Britanna. To me they're Britannia's just sort of the the new show.
2: like Kurt Blaine, Klein. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the yeah. new Klein. Yes, cuz we when they kissed, that was like trending on Twitter that day it was. <laughs> they kissed, they kissed. Um, but yes, Britanna held hands. So I guess we're going to get some public from Mm Britannia and uh, yeah yeah, she was already already outed
2: that isn't even new
0: well you know it's still it's still big some people love that stuff I don't know some people just like to see the 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 lady love on the screen well yeah they do (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people do you know but love like actual love not love and (laughs)
1: affection not just sex (laughs) yes
0: exactly Uh, Well, we're going to close out here with We Are Young. Uh, Ed, would you like to thank any iTunes reviewers?
2: I would, but we have no new ones.
0: Oh, well, everybody should go, you know.
2: For shame. I'm just kidding. You you guys are awesome. We have like 46 pages of reviews. so, So I guess I really can't be that critical
0: uh, you should also um, check us out on the website gleefulpodcast.com we're on Twitter at gleefulpodcast we're also uh, you can also find us at Josh Brunel Jenny B. Creative and Edward Giordano we have a Facebook fan page you can go to Facebook <laughs> and search for Gleeful Podcast and find us there as well we're on Stitcher if you want to go to Stitcher and check us out oh, what's
2: Stitcher tell me more about Stitcher the
0: Stitcher is an, is an app for your phone it's like a way to listen to podcasts on your phone I believe you can go to Stitcher and search for us. And I think that, like, we're promoted on Stitcher. I feel bad. I hope they're not listening because I don't remember. They just sent me an email and I said, yes. So check that out. I know out. We,
2: get, we get a lot of those. I don't know what's up with that. And it's we're craziness. also on
0: Get Glue, I think, is the other one that we're on. There's a bunch. We're on a bunch of stuff. Find us. Give us some loving. Uh, you can buy the if, great T-shirts, people. T-shirts are great Christmas presents. All right. And they help us buy Christmas presents. So <laughs> you should buy a t-shirt. Uh, they make wonderful Christmas presents and we will ship them all over the world because we love you all. Um, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Everybody in the chat room, Sebastian, Jen Shu, GleekFan96, Danny, we love Wicked Good Yarn. Everybody who's new this week for the Gleeful Podcast with uh, Josh Jenner. And I'm Josh. I'm Jen.
2: This is the dawning of the age of Tina.
0: Peace out.
1: Peace out. Yeah, I was t- <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I Jazz didn't no, no,
2: that's that's all you get.
1: Good <laughs> night everyone. Good night. <laughs>